In this episode, I want to tell you a story about what could have been. What could have been. Somebody took my presentation and then taught it exactly the same way I taught it and got over 10 plus million views on YouTube. And instead of going into hate mode, I realized there is a significant lesson to be learned here, which is what I'm going to deconstruct for you, where I'm going to teach you today about how to package your IP, how to build your distribution, and how to look beyond just the inspiration of this number and create a deep dive where you can uh, build a brand, generate leads, and create clients for life. And it all starts right now. One thing is for certain, just because it's tried and true doesn't mean it's working right now. So the big question is this, where can you learn what is working right now? The strategies, the tactics, the psychology, and the exact how-to, how to grow your business, how to blow up your personal brand and supercharge your personal growth. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Sharon Srivatsa, and welcome to Business School. This is Sharon, and in this episode, I want to break down for you an unusual, strange lesson that I got from getting 10 million views on one on one video, and it's actually not what you think at all. So as I break down this learning for you, I want to hit you with the three big concepts that I wrote down and deconstructed to share with you today, which could be in a masterclass by itself. The three big topics are, uh, number one, how to package your IP. Number two, how to build your own distribution. And number three, which is my most important, how to look beyond inspiration. As I give you that as a roadmap, let me tell you the story of how all of this came to be. Uh, in the online world right now, I always think about <laughs> three groups of people that you interact with. Uh, number one are the haters. you got to have some plan to deal with the haters. And the more popular you get, uh, regardless of, <laughs> actually, everyone has haters these days. Number two... You have fans, people that just love your stuff and they consume your stuff and they uh, share your stuff. But three, the third, the highest level of praise you have from this group, which I call the copycats. People that just rip off and duplicate your content, people that take your content and position it as their own, people that just take your content and then copy it and share it. And it's, you know what, I've gotten to the point where I'm totally okay with it. It never actually bothered me. I'll give you a metaphysical reason why. I always believed this. I believed that uh, no idea is new to me per se. It, there's some version of it that exists in this, uh, for lack of woo-woo consciousness, that I, maybe while driving, tapped into it and I got it. And maybe someone else said it some way that way. And I, I'm totally okay with that. But an interesting thing happened. And I want to break down the story for you and how it influenced me significantly. So uh, many years ago, I was invited to speak at this private uh, height ticket mastermind event. And I broke down a very, uh, very, you know, detailed and specific topic of how you manage money. I learned that from many years being on Wall Street at Goldman Sachs. And I had taken that idea and built it into the several clients that I was consulting and our family as well. And I break, broke it down uh, in a way in which that I'd never seen broken down before. I'm sure it was there, but that was my way of synthesizing all my knowledge. So I shared this 90 minute presentation at this private mastermind group. Lo and behold, what happened is that um, I saw the owner of this group later 
take this, take my content in the exact same form, including the error I made, by the way, that's how I knew it was mine, including the error I made, including the diagrams, including exactly, like literally every single word, word for word, uh, and the mistake, and taught it live at one of his events. Then took that and put it on YouTube and it got over 10 million views. I'm telling you this because I'm not mad at that person at all. Like I'm, I spoke, I gave the knowledge. It would have been cool if they just shared the video that I had done because it would have positioned that person really well. But no, he, he chose to do it differently and that's fine. But I started to see his video get so much more steam over and over. In fact, his video was showing up in my feed. His video was showing up in other people's feeds. His video got so popular that all the people that were at the mastermind took screenshots of the video from YouTube and sent it to me saying, hey, I can't, this is your content. Now, I say this again, I'm not mad at all about this. I It didn't bother me at all. What bothered me was that I had not done what he had done. It bothered me that I didn't have the thought process to actually take my content and make it my own IP, to take my content and actually, I say mine, and take the things that I had kind of developed and share it with the world, to put it on my distribution platform to get the same views and the same notoriety that I could have gotten just with that. And I thought, and at that point in time, I didn't, you know, many years ago, I didn't really have a... Uh, distribution system, a platform, an audience. I didn't even think about that. I was really focused on running a couple of the businesses we had and delivering insane content, insane value. And as I think back and look at that, I wish I had done it differently. I wish I had focused on these three things that I'm going to share with you today. Because if you're in a position where right now you don't, you are really focused on your business and you are creating concepts, frameworks, ideas every single day to build and grow into your audience, which I know you are, which I know you are, maybe systems that you build into your company, maybe processes that you build into uh, an email delivery of a product. Maybe there's a recruiting way in which you actually get new people into your world. Maybe you, there's, you have a sales system on how you sell stuff, the not the exact details, but the concepts around it, you already came up with, you put it into place, you've learned from it, you've battle tested it, but it just stays within your business. And I, and I want to offer you two things that go with that. Number one, it stays within your business and you don't have a chance to build a brand around it because you came up with it. And number two, it doesn't give other people a chance to utilize what you've done in a completely different realm where you can have so much better reach, impact, and engagement that you never thought before. So as this happened, this was a kick in the pants for me with that video now, as I checked on it recently, had over 10 plus million views, which is probably the number one performing video of this you know, this influencer's platform, right? Which is, which is the content that I taught in a random mastermind group, right? So the three things that I want to kind of share with you, teach you, show you, uh, impart upon you is got to do with how you can actually take these ideas that you already have and build them into an asset in your business and in your life, right? So let's dig into each of the three things and uh, let me break them down for you right now. The first one of the three is to package your IP, uh, my friend Taki Moore actually really built this idea for me about everything that we build, generate, create, envision, conceptualize is our IP, our intellectual property. Whether it's trademarkable or copyrightable is secondary, but we got that. We got a reason why we developed that, right? So we have to come up with a process to package our IP. I want to give you three ways in which you can package your IP. 
and uh, showcase it to the world. Here's way number one. It's going to make it really simple. Way number one is you got to give your IP a unique name because what happens a lot is we just say, oh, we have our recruiting process. Well, yeah, but if you don't give your recruiting process a unique name, a unique micro brand, then it doesn't work. Maybe it is the uh, you know, 100 employee recruiting system, or maybe it is the rock star, uh, you know, team member playbook, right? We've got to come up with a unique name that is associated with this thing that you have developed. The sooner you can start to come up with names for the things that you have developed, you start to give structure and context to your own IP. I bet you have uh, a three-part email campaign that you have. Well, what do you call that? Is it, you just say, oh, it's our three-part email follow-up? Or do you say it is the delightful delivery system? Whatever it may be, I'm making this up, but you've got to give it a unique name. Once I started giving my stuff a unique name, like the productivity playbook, you know, or the uh, um, lead nurture masterclass, or the email sprinkler system, or the 3TP, which is the three text message protocol. When I come up with the names that I've built around the stuff, I give my... IP a name, it conceptualizes it in a much deeper way. That is the minimum we should all be doing for the great ideas that we're developing. The second is once you have the name, you can tease it everywhere. And when I say tease it, what I would say is when you're talking to a client, when you're talking to a prospect, when you're on a podcast, when you're on a show, you would say something like, hey, a lot of times how we generate clients is we use our 3TP system, which is a three text message protocol system. You're teasing it. And in a high level, it includes one, two, three. You gotta tease it everywhere. And the reason you should tease it everywhere is because you want everybody to know about it. Maybe they'll reach out to you, create engagement. Maybe they wanna, the more engagement you get around the topic, the more you realize you probably need to talk more about that topic, right? But if you don't have a unique name for it, you can't really tease it because you can't say, oh, we have this three-part emails generation sequence thing, majigger in our, bit. you can't say that because it's not packaged. You've not packaged your IP. So number one, create the unique name. Number two, tease it everywhere. Number three, if you're going to have it inside your business and you have built the IP around it, you should deliver it a lot. You should deliver it everywhere. I'll tell you recently what happened. I was actually talking to my friend Jason Capital and I built a uh, you know an extensive slide deck for a presentation that I was making to one of my private mastermind groups on delivering a very important system. And... I sent it to him and uh, in, a, in, a, in a quick movie form, an animated GIF form, where it really flipped through all the slides. And Jason said to me, he's like, hey, man, you should share this. You should share this. And I'm like, well, no one can read it. He's like, no, but people need to see the art that you've created so it inspires them to do more. Not only that, to deliver it a lot. Uh, if you're around me often enough, you'll hear me talk about the, the signature presentation concept. Again, going back to a unique name, the signature presentation. The signature presentation is something that you have developed that positions your brand and adds value at the same time. So uh, one of my friends, Radhi Shah in Dallas, Texas, has this presentation on how she created a million dollar real estate portfolio using $50,000 to start with using 1031 exchanges. Right. So it's pretty cool where she took that presentation and she did it over and over and over and over and over again. And now wherever she goes, she can deliver that really great presentation and it brings to life. It brings to her what her brand, her value, uh, her positioning in an amazing, amazing way. Right. So. If I had taken this presentation and delivered in so many places, no way could have this influencer come in and said that 
regurgitated my content. Now, I'm still not mad at all about it. As I think about it, these are the learnings. So learning number one is package your IP, which is give it a unique name, tease it everywhere, and deliver it a lot in a signature presentation format. That's how you really package and conceptualize your IP. Let's go to number two, which is packaging the IP is the gateway. You just, you have the thing that you're gonna sell. You have the thing that you're gonna talk about. You have the thing that you're gonna promote. The thing is your thing. But how do you actually build distribution around it, right? You have got to build your own distribution, which is number two. The, the first way to build distribution is exactly the, the story that I, that I may have shared briefly with you about my friend Jason Capital. He told me to take this presentation that I had done and to create an animated GIF of it and share it with my audience. So sharing highlights of your IP with your audience, like teasing it everywhere, is a really, really good thing. There's a reason for that right? There's a reason for that. When you start sharing pieces of your presentation with your audience, with just with the world, one major thing happens. It attracts other people to you, right? So here's the thing that, that, that I've, I've realized uh, a lot of people often may be in their programs and their business, et cetera, will create marketing materials. They'll create marketing materials about their course, their product, uh, their mastermind group, their coaching program, their consulting services, um, how good they are, they, their, their, you know, their, their e-commerce products, their whatever, right? They'll build a product and then they'll build a marketing separately. What I like to do is just give away parts of the product as marketing. So if I, exactly what I'm doing for you right now, I'm giving you the exact framework, right? So I take, this is a product that I've done for my clients. So when you build stuff for your business and for your clients, take pieces of that and share them. Because when you take pieces of what you've already built for your clients, that your clients already love, right? You create a client facing pitch deck. You can take that pitch deck, maybe even change a couple things out, remove um, you know, the, the confidential material and share that. Because now, if it's good enough for your clients, it's good enough for your prospects. Because what happens is, if your clients like that material, why would your prospects not like it? It actually helps attract other, the other people of the same avatar to your world, which is exactly what you want, right? So you build your distribution by using the materials that you already have. You don't have to build new marketing materials, which I will tell you this, the idea of the best kept secret is dead. No more. You and I have to promise each other that no more should we have the idea of the best kept secret. Like, that's crazy. I don't want you to be the best kept secret. We have people who just do one or two or three things and have built an amazing business around it. The whole the whole idea about when people tell me, oh, he he's a one trick pony or she's a one trick pony. I'm like, one trick ponies make a bunch of money. One trick ponies change a bunch of lives. One trick ponies do a lot of amazing things really well. I don't want you to be the best kept secret. I don't want to be the best kept secret. I've got I've got four terabytes of videos that I have not shown to the world, which is doesn't seem like a lot, but it's crazy for the amount of content that is, right? All of our stuff are best kept secrets. And I would love for you to take what you have already built and show, showcase that as your marketing, because when you do that, you get to build your distribution on content that was good enough for your clients. Therefore, the people that you attract into your world are your best fit avatar. Number two, build your distribution by using materials that you already have, which is packaging your IP. So num number one, package your IP. Number two, build your distribution. Number three, I, I, I call this the uh, look beyond inspiration. And I've been thinking a lot about this concept of a lot of times we'll see someone lose a bunch of weight, right? We'll see someone lose a bunch of weight and we'll say, oh my gosh, Jimmy, looks like you've, you look great. 
Did you have you lost a bunch of weight? Oh yes, I lost a bunch of weight. And you'll say, well, what did you do? And you know the answer. The answer is diet and exercise. You know the answer. It was diet and exercise. You know it. That's what happened. You know it, right? And then in, you get inspired. You're like, well, I should, I should do that too. And the inspiration lasts two minutes until you walk out the door. My offer to you is to look beyond the inspiration. So you see a video go viral, right? Look beyond the inspiration of saying, I want that to go viral. You see someone succeed. You look beyond the inspiration of them succeeding. You see Gary Vaynerchuk make a great video. You look beyond the inspiration saying, I want to make videos like that. You see Tony Robbins give a great presentation. You look beyond the inspiration. And you may say, well, Sharon, that's blah, blah, interesting, foo-foo, I get it. Well, what is looking beyond the inspiration look like tactically, mechanically? Well, let me give you exactly what that feels like. First, um, if you see somebody that you deeply admire, do a deep dive on them. And I'll give you an example. I talk a lot about this in how to find a mentor. So if you've not heard that episode, go to Sharon.com forward slash episode one. It's episode one of this podcast is how to find a mentor. It's required listening for everybody. It gives you a couple of ideas there where I talk about how to do a deep dive on somebody that really inspired you. Uh, every single month, I pick a person and I do a deep dive on them. Uh, recently, I've done deep dives on Benjamin Franklin. I've done deep dives on Seth Godin. I've done deep dives on uh, marketing genius Dan Kennedy. And um, I'll tell you one of the deep dives that I did, right? I did this deep dive on Malcolm Gladwell, really amazing author. I did this deep dive on Malcolm Gladwell. I read every book that I could find. I watched every video that he, he could have. And it really made me understand how he thought to the point where I was watching one of his interviews and a question was posed to him. And I actually in my in my head and in my heart knew what he was going to say. I had done so much recon on him that I completely understood to the point of how he was going to respond to that question, which is cool because now you've actually transferred their thinking patterns into your own and I'm, I'll never be Malcolm Gladwell, but I've, I've, I've gotten enough of the thinking patterns into myself, which is a really good thing. So one, when you when you find somebody that you're inspired by, do a deep dive uh, on it. Just do a little recon as to why they did that. How do they get to 100,000 followers? How do they get to 300,000 followers? Like do a deep dive on it. Understand their process. Then when you do a deep dive, you'll realize part two, which is you get to deconstruct their strategy. You'll say, ah, I see what they're doing. They're doing a bunch of YouTube videos. They're taking those videos and making them podcasts. They're taking each of those videos and making them uh, reels and uh, TikToks. They're, and once they do all of that, they're, they're transcribing those videos and actually sending them out on email. You de are able to deconstruct the strategy that they're using, right? You were already inspired by it. And instead of saying, wow, I can't, it's so amazing that he gets to do that. I wish I could do that. You don't do that. Instead, you deconstruct their strategy. And when you do a deep dive on somebody and you can deconstruct their strategy, it gives you immense, immense, immense insight into how someone's mind works. And you can then pick and choose what you want in your life, right? And then you may say, well, Sean, what do I actually apply and what do I don't apply? Which is, I call it the three C's, uh, content, cadence, concepts. I always, whenever I'm looking at someone's life, I, I think about what kind of content are they putting out and can I, and does any of those learnings apply to me? What kind of cadence do they use? One post a week, two posts a week, one podcast, two podcasts. Do they, do they talk, do they talk differently? Do they position differently? How do they deliver what they deliver? May it be in pushing stuff out, may it be in how they speak, may it be in how they deliver the ideas. What is the cadence of it coming out for it to have the impact? Because I was clearly impressed by it. 
And the third is, what are the concepts that they often talk about? And are any of those concepts valuable to me? Is or is there a mindset concept on um, how to create more wealth? Is there is a mechanical concept on how to save more time? Is there is a relationship concept on how to go deeper with your with your relationships? What are the concepts or the frameworks that are there? And so whenever I'm looking through deconstructing strategy and doing deep dive and recon on people, I'm always looking through with these three filters, which makes it easy to put them in the right buckets. What kind of content do they have? What kind of cadence do they have? And what kind of concepts do they have? And which of those apply to me? I'm like, oh, that's a good con. That's good content. I can utilize some version of that. That's good cadence. I should imply, you know, use that in my in my world. Oh, those are that's an interesting concept. It maps to one of my concepts. Let me take that, tweak it, so that I can build some good IP around it. I, my goal is to look beyond the inspiration because the inspiration is only what you see when you do a deep dive, when you do recon, when you deconstruct the strategy. You get to figure out. Um, whether it applies to you. So to recap on the look beyond inspiration, if you find somebody that is inspiring, you find somebody that's done great things, just take like a week or a couple days or whatever and just consume their stuff. Uh, subscribe to their email list, look at their all their social. Um, you know, if you can buy a course and it's, it's within your budget, go ahead and do that because you get to do a deep dive. You get to do a recon. And when you do recon, it gets really, really powerful because then you have enough knowledge to deconstruct their strategy. And when you deconstruct their strategy, you can ask the question, is there a content, Are there the, is there cadence, or are there the concepts, the three C's that actually apply to me? And when you have those, you'll know what to take and what to leave behind. And that's super helpful. In fact, um, as I share this, what comes to mind for me is uh, a, few, a couple of years ago, I did four weeks of live calls and I taught one idea every day for, for four straight weeks. So four weeks, five business days, four times five is 20. And so I created this thing called the four week MBA. It's one big idea in under 10 minutes every single day on the best lessons I've learned from the last 20 plus years. It is totally free. There's nothing to buy. It's at uh, fourweekmba.com. Just spelled out the word, the word, the number four, weekmba.com. If you think that's interesting, go ahead and grab it. If you like what I'm sharing with you right now, you will really like that. Totally free, nothing to sell you, fourweekmba.com. The reason I said this is because as I was deconstructing stuff that came to mind fourweekmba.com. Uh, we'll link it up in the show notes as well. All right, go get it. You'll like it. Let's do a quick recap because I think this will help you a lot. We talked about how I learned this lesson from 10 plus million views of someone taking my content. We talked about the idea that you got three big pieces of the puzzle of the audience out there. You got haters who you need to find a way to handle. You've got fans who you need to find a way to love. And you got copycats, which is the highest form of praise, right? And the way to be the copycat is to really do these three things well. Number one is to package your IP, because if you don't package your IP, someone else will package it like they did for me. Number two is to build your distribution. When you build your distribution, you can impact more people, maybe email or social or YouTube or podcast or events. Build your distribution so that you can take your IP and deliver it to the world. And last but not least, uh, look beyond inspiration. Think recon. Think recon and what you can learn from them. And the three parts of that are content, cadence, and concepts, right? Do any of those that you see apply to you? And can you pull out and utilize that? That's where this gets fun. Those are my unusual lessons that I learned from 10 uh, million views. If you like this, uh, what, here's what I would appreciate. You're probably on your phone. If you like this, can you just go to Instagram and direct me, direct message me? Find me on Instagram, click follow if you'd like, but just direct message me and say, hey, Sharon, I heard that heard this episode. It's kind of interesting. It was fascinating. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I thought about this. I thought about that. Feel free to ask a question. If I can help in any way, I will. Just DM me on Instagram. That way we get a chance to actually 
have a dialogue outside of this where we look beyond our inspiration. I appreciate you. I'll catch you all on the next one. Hey, Sharon, I have a cool gift for you. I took some of my best ideas from the last 20 years and created a five-day MBA. It's quick and action-packed that you can listen to on the go, just like this podcast. And I want to give it to you for free, just as a thank you for listening to the show. No fluff, no gimmicks, just pure actionable ideas for you to use instantly. You can grab it right now at businessschoolshow.com. That's businessschoolshow.com dot com.